Jason. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! By the way, 20 years of our robot shade overlords. I know they probably weren't robot shades the whole time, but let's be clear. They were still our overlords. All hail. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I fought the urge to bow when I walked in. That's fair. I walked in. I mean, you probably should to Debbie, just out of like self-preservation and respect. But, you know, let's... That's fair. They deserve a bow, even if you may not have given them one. This this is true. Look, our friends at Budget Blinds, they are great people running a great business and doing all that they can to support our town and to help you when you're ready to make your home better. You can do that with those enlightened style shades. You got it, man. All hail those robot shades. Look, you can make that. They're, they're attractive. They're convenient. They're technologically advanced. What else do you need? That's it. That's all you need. And you know how you can find them, Jason? I do. Why don't you tell the people? You just head on down to downtown Lee Summit, walk into that store, tell them Jason and Nick sent you. The Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is also brought to the people by Ask Kathy Keller Williams Realty, another company celebrating 20 years of business in our town. Jason, again. Good people doing good work. Good people doing it. Look, right now, you can get, like, if you just turn on the TV for, like, 12 minutes, you're going to get a whole bunch of mixed messages about the real estate market right now. Like, it's hot, it's cold, it's cooling, it's warming, it's doing all these different things. But you know who's going to know is a realtor, 20 years or more experience, setting you up, helping you either buy or sell a home. Nobody's going to know the local market. Nobody's going to know the trends around the air like someone with that much. And she, Kathy, has the goods to prove it. That's right. Over the last year, 2,300 families helped, or more. And in 21, they sold homes for 104% of the asking price. And an average of, Jason, get this, five days. That is impressive. And I know that, the, like I said, the market is shifting and moving around. But Kathy's going to know what to de- help you. She and her team are going to be able to get you the best deal if you're selling your home or a really good, solid, find you the right fit at the right price if you are looking to buy. Just call Ask Kathy of Keller Williams Realty. Tell them Jason and Nick say. Hello again, and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I am Jason Norbury, and as always, I am joined by a man that believes in watching Ted Lasso a second time through. Rewatching. Rewatching Ted Lasso. It's Nick Parker, the publisher of Link to Lee Summit. So just a little inside baseball for all of you. I uh, I dropped my had my car dropped off at the shop today in what I can only consider an ongoing nightmare of car repairs that we have going on in my family. Uh, and I had my wife drop me off at Nick's house before we came to the studio today. And, and Nick was watching episode two of season one of Ted Lasso for a rewatch time. So... Uh, there, there's your sometimes you just you just got to watch something to make yourself feel good no that's good that's good stuff that's good stuff link to lease summit remains all the source for all the news you need about our very fine city and our unofficial sponsor is chaos and communication we'll get into that in just a moment <laughs> i like that one that's like, good well, every yeah, now and again and I, it's nice to remind people too though i don't know what you're gonna do in the yeah intros. these are always surprises these are always surprises for me hey i want to start things off jason i'm gonna steal some credit i mean we're not stealing credit. It's our. It's our. It's it was, our credit. It was our team all along. Hey, the Link to Lee Summit team, eighth place at last week's Wings for Water charity competition. Let's talk about our secret recipe. Are you guys ready for this? It's a really important. We're gonna we're this gonna is, share with you a, the, the. I am gonna key give you ingredient. The, this is it. Brandon Simpson, Mr. Jazzy B himself, cooked for us. Yep. 
our key ingredient was somebody else cooking. <laughs> so Look, but, I didn't even get to try his awesome wings because by the time I got there to help clean up, they were out. They were out of wings. I'm just going to say, let's start here. The key part of this is a, the event went off at, uh, out at the Paragon star development. A lot of people showed up. Money was raised. It was all good and happy. But we need to say a special, special thank you to Brandon Simpson for agreeing at literally the last minute to come in and cook for us. And also a a special thank you to Ronnie Dyer of Dyer. Dyer and Rachel, too. And Rachel. Oh, was Rachel there as well? Yes. Uh, of Dyer Oil Graphics to come out and uh, front our booth for us so that Brandon could focus on his best skill and Ronnie could focus on his best skill, which is just talking to people at random. Right. Right. So, hey, thank you, everybody. And and we're going to keep the credit. We yeah, won. No, no, no. We won. We finished eighth. Eighth place is us. Look, eighth place is win. Because, <laughs> look, it's sometimes, look, management is about making sure that you have the right people on board to do the work. That's and right. And we smartly upgraded our talent by putting nicer, better people with actual talent in cooking in the booth. And I'd like to propose a uh, permanent partnership between Lee to Lee Summit and Jazzy Bees. I, put, I mean, you put it out there now. I, th- I don't think Brandon has any choice but to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're locked in. You're Sorry locked about in. that. You're locked in forever, Brandon. Okay. Jason, let's get into to, to some actual news discussion things. Uh, we had a city council meeting on Tuesday night. It was actually a very special episode there are, of, there of were, the city council. Yeah, there was like some newsworthy stuff and a really, really important thing. A, a little, little tearful thing. Yes. But let's start with Jason. Uh, there was a report from uh, from one of the the committees, diversity and inclusion, and this has been an ongoing discussion. It's been really a thing headed up by Mayor Bill Baird. It's something he really wanted to do to to look at what the city can do to be more inclusive, to make sure that it's hearing from that the city is hearing from all of its residents. Jason, tell us about that presentation. Well, I mean, the, the short version of it is the consultant came that we hired, Hicks Carter Hicks, out of St. Louis. They came in and gave their report and what they learned. And I think the basic things to keep in mind is this was the the initial report. This is the the summary and the the report itself does not actually contain a lot of specific uh, item action items for the city going forward. But it does, I think, help delineate some of the places where the community thinks we're doing well and where the community thinks the city can do better as it goes forth. So I think um, key things that they um, most people thought they could authentically be themselves in the city. But the, I think the key things were in terms of like, how do we go forward? What do we do better? Uh, a lot of this was about communication, about how we are talking about these things. How is the city is talking about it? How like they, there was a lot of, you know, conversation about whether we were doing a good job about like making our priorities about that, about diversity and inclusion clear. What, telling the community what steps they're doing, um, talking about feedback on that sort of thing. So this is all about like how, not only what the city is doing, but like how the city is talking to the community about it and what the, like, and telling us what they're doing and what, where they're going in that, in that whole process. And, and, and I think they focused a little bit too in that presentation, it sounded like on, on how the city is telling the people why as well. Why are we doing this? Why, why is this happening because I think that's that's really just if you look at some of that th- those responses, I think that's a, where some of the uh, the pushback comes from. Yeah, and then so there's some, you know, I I will say from like from personal experience and and working through this and some other venues as well, 
doing diversity and inclusion work is at, at its best when it's done best. It's really like a one, almost a one-to-one thing. Like you talk to somebody about these sorts of things and you can have a much more important and, and impactful conversation impact on that person. Like when you're just talking one-to-one or in a, in a small group where people feel safe and comfortable in having these sorts of conversations where, you know, we've heard this a lot through from, talks around the school district. I mean, we you know, go all the way back to school board elections and what have you, where people feel like, like not being at the front edge of whatever the current like standards on diversity and inclusion are gets them labeled as a bad person um, going through that. And so they don't feel like safe, like getting into a situation where they can learn and change and do those sorts of things. And that's something that's out there. And so it's a really hard task for like a city of 100,000 people to manage, but it is something I think that the city can do a better job, or at least people think the city can do a better job of communicating that information, talking about what we're doing and how we're doing and, and how that's improving the city as we go along. Let's move on to to another topic. And Jason, this is this is one that was uh, also the, the, the other lengthy discussion of what was a very, 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 very long city council meeting. We haven't had one of those marathons in a while. I mean, I'm, look, to be credit, this is under four hours, so they're doing great. <laughs> they're doing great. It was like, it's been a while since we've had those, but uh, this it was ongoing conversation about the Lee Summit Economic Development Corporation, which, uh, as we talked about a few weeks ago, the city opted to pull it, its, uh, its, its funding for that public service agreement. So there's been a lot of talk about why why the city decided to... I mean, to, to be fair, there's been no talk about why the city well, that's has true. been done. There's been a lot of talk around the community. Why did that happen? Why did the city make the decision to 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 stop with that agreement and not not send that piece of funding to the to the EDC anymore? And there's been a lot of talk about what does that mean going what does that mean going forward? And so there was conversation today, a report from the mayor to council after Almost, he said immediately after what was a two-hour meeting between he and and members of of the EDC, and it was interesting because the decision, Jason, to for for them to terminate that agreement for the city council to do that was done in closed session. Right. So, we, so the public the public really never heard anything except the announcement as right. that went through, and and has never heard a a public statement of why, what maybe grievances were or reasons behind it. And there was a lot of discussion during the meeting, and we still didn't really get any specifics until, until newly elected city council member, Faith Hodges from District 4, actually gave us a little glimpse into a reason. Yeah, and it's, I, I think you have the, you, you newsman of a uh, historical journalist there wrote down the quote, but I mean, essentially said it was a culture of mediocrity. It's like, I, what's the, what's the actual I'll, quote? I'll give it to you. Uh, we are tired of putting up with mediocre. Right. And so, I mean, that is a pretty, and then uh, council member Edson followed that on with some, I think, similar content comments as well, um, kind of echoing that, that process. And so short, the shorter version of this is the, the mayor and some uh, senior city staff members, uh, Mark Dunning and Steve Arbo met with members of the board of the EDC and had conversations about like what the next steps forward might be. Nothing, there was no decisions made in that meeting because there wasn't anybody empowered to make those decisions. Uh, at the report that Mayor Baird brought forth is that EDC wanted to, would like to set up sort of a joint committee to talk through those issues. There was, I think, a little pushback from the council had kind of come to their own idea. Well, I think initially. that was the that was the basis of the pushback from Councilmember Hodges, right. who who read a, you know I just pulled that one line, but she was she was reading a, a 
what three or four minute prepared uh, a statement, and a lot of that pushback was why why would we why do we her question keep- was why why would we form a, a joint committee between their board and members of our council when what we've said is their board isn't doing what we think they need to do. Yes. Um, and so that is the thing. So the, what the council ended up doing, and this is not exclusive to this possibility of a joint committee or joint conversation going forward, is to authorize the city manager, or more precisely, the next city manager, to Which uh, will begin tomorrow. To bring in a, a consultant or a third party to uh, get some in background information on what best practices are in terms of dealing with economic development of the city. There's a lot of different options that are out there. If you're even just looking in the metro, you know, some have it under their chamber, some it's individual, some of it's in-house. There's other models as well that you can that you can work through to, to have that conversation and then perhaps make some suggestions or ideas for the city council to tackle going forward. So a lot of a uh, lot of chit chat, but I think this is the the first time we'd seen anything publicly stated like that there was this dissatisfaction, still not particularly specific um, as to what the focus of that or what specific dissatisfactions or how they're not, I believe one of the council members said, they're not meeting their duties under the PSA. They weren't meeting their duties under the PSA, so we took the PSA away. Well, which of those duties are we talking about? We could speculate, which, you know, that's fun, but also not particularly Well, and I think it was, Im- it was important to hear a couple of the of the of the council members finally say those things or at least some things out loud because unless you are in those circles of the city which which a former council member used to call it the city hall 100 right <laughs> but i mean unless you're you're in the edc circles the chamber circles you you are you know frequently talking with with the elected officials unless you're in those groups you don't really know you're not the citizens of of the community don't really know what's going on and the and those those people that are in the floating around in those circles, they kind of know, but they're all reading between the lines. And so I think it is it, it's important now that the the council and others start saying out loud what some of the grievances, if there are grievances, what those grievances are, and then what what deciding and saying out loud what do we want to do? What is the goal of, right. of an economic development, either private entity or department within the city or, or department yes, of another whatever, thing. Yeah. Right, right. So they need to say what their goals are out loud. They need to say their reasons for wanting to change are out loud. And so we're finally starting to get that. Right. And I was, I, you know, looking way back, like 10 or more years ago when we had the last transition uh, when Jim Devine, the former then had moved, there was a lot of sort of underground City Hall 100 rumblings about what the issues were. And part of it was like there's a changing marketplace and Jim's getting to retirement age and there's a whole bunch of things. But even then, there was never, even though there was and has been at semi-regular intervals over that decade, frustration expressed from the city council dais at the EDC, we've never really gotten a, any kind of information. It's like, whatever their new direction is, is designed to solve a problem. What is said problem? What is that problem? Or actually, what is unsaid problem? Right, yeah, what is the unsaid, what are these problems that we're dealing with? Like, what are we solving with this new program? Whatever that looks like, you know, we that, and that is far from determined in anybody's eye, you know, what are those problems that we're trying to solve? How are we dealing with that? I have opinions, but like, they're not worth anything more than your opinions or or any of our listeners' opinions on what those things are. And so I think it's important at some point going forward that we identify, you know, and, I, you know, look, some of this may be interpersonal issues, problems with specific people, 
whatever those things may be. And I know that they want to sort of spare a lot of that from the public commentary, which is why they made this initial decision in closed session. But like, we need to have a better feel for like, you know, what's the underlying thing? And we don't have to point fingers at any one person, but we can say, this is an issue that we are not tackling in Lee Summit. We need to tackle it. And here's how we want to tackle right. it. Right. We're, we're at a point in that process where, where the public has to be invited in. Right. Where, where the transparency requires that the citizens, the voters know what is going on. Now, Jason, I'm going to move to, move to our last thing. And we kind of hinted at it a, a little bit. There were some brief moments of levity in the discussion back and forth, especially when they talked about directing city staff to, to take this step to, to there to, was a there was look. a strong this is somebody else's problem vibe coming from the city manager chair and there's a reason for that right right when 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 city manager Steve Arbo responded city staff and by staff I mean the next I mean Mark Dunning not Steve Arbo let's take a moment Jason to acknowledge that Tuesday was the final city council meeting for one Steve Arbo who he said this in his closing remarks. He has worked in city management since 1982. And in in city in Lee Summit for more than like 25 or 30 years, a long time. This this person has put a lot of work in the public administration field, but also a huge amount of time in the public administration and management of this city itself. And he got a little uh, little misty, a little misty, a little dust in the air, got in his eyes while he was talking, especially about the staff. Uh, He said that this mayor and council body was the best that he had worked with in his entire career, which is like, A, really impressive sucking up for a guy who's quitting in a day. <laughs> and B, um, I mean, you know, that I think that's a good comment. And I will say that we can, you know, while I'm not going to go out on that limb and, and agree with Steve, I will say that they have given us a lot less to talk about in terms of city council shenanigans over the last several years than we, uh, than we, had, than we had in the years prior to uh, to this new uh, sort of set of administration. So he's not wrong, but I'm not <laughs> going to give the council that much credit yet. Well, yeah, as you as you as you should not. Like I, I will say this, Jason. Through through my news career, I have had the the can we say pleasure? Maybe no uh, I, opportunity opportunity <laughs> to to cover and to to watch several communities throughout the Midwest. Steve Arbo might be one of the best city managers I've seen, and especially when it comes to. The relationship between the city manager, the, the actual hired executive to run things, and the elected officials, he handles that in a way that I've not seen any other commun- in any yeah. other community. It's, so. he, you know, Steve, we're going to say this, Steve, we will miss you. Um, you have done a remarkable job. But, man, get out and get far away from the city for a while as long as you can get away with it. Not, not too far, Steve, and you know why. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and. and Good luck to Mark Dunning. Hey, can you do something fun for us? We need some drama to talk about. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we okay. really don't. Mark, do not. Okay. Can you, hold on. Can you imagine a less dramatic human being than Mark Dunning? <laughs> it's really hard. He's not going to come in making drama himself, for sure. No. I, I do want to, I'm going to give one complaint. One criticism to Mr. Arbo as he left. There was no mic drop. That's true. Final he speech. didn't like, he didn't drop a mic. He there didn't, was no Arbo out moment. No Arbo out. He didn't whack the microphone off the desk when he was sitting there talking. He didn't go full blubbering tears. He, he didn't toss like reams of paper in the air. He kind of left as he managed quietly, professionally, and like really with a good, good quality. Which is, darn you know, it. good on darn him. It, darn it, Less Steve. Less fun for me. Darn, darn it, Steve. We wanted some drama on the way out. Hey, congratulations on your retirement. As we're recording this, it is Wednesday, your final day. As city manager for the city of Lisa. I hope it is, uh, I hope you spend the afternoon consuming bourbon.
<laughs> Make and some decisions. And I'm going to reiterate. We talked. He and I did talk about this earlier. But open invitation anytime, Steve. Come on, dish all the dirt. I may or may not hit record. That's going to wrap us up for this week, Jason. We'll talk to everybody next time.